Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, good afternoon. Oh, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, maybe you listen to it over the weekend. It's the 27th of August, though, when we're recording this, just after the market closed. And Annette, wow, what a week. And it, it kept going right to the close today. We spoke with West Farmer's CEO at 3.30 p.m. We sure did. I'm sure he had a busy day today. Yes, people who are willing to talk to us from half past eight Monday morning <laughs> through to quarter past four was my last interview this afternoon. Like that's a pretty impressive effort. And just to pinch a couple of things that Luke Winchester said, he said it's been a crazy week where we've seen double digit up double digit down markets have been a little nuts even though when you look at the end of day it's like up up or down half a percent Mm. but there's been some big Mm -hmm. moves in there to your point uh, we saw the S&P ASX 200 down just marginally today I mean three points 7,489 and over the week still managed four tenths of a percent to the positive gosh because (laughs) of course we had wobbles toward the end of the week Thursday Friday But the beginning of the week, it was all about optimism. It was about commodity prices rebounding, iron Mm -hmm. ore picking itself up, global growth fears waning. And the Fed might be dovish. Yeah. That didn't last. No. Well, we had a number of Fed speakers last night. And of course, we are, we'll timestamp this, recording this before Jackson Hole tonight. But I think that a clear consensus has come through this week in particular that we're not going to get a timetable from Jerome Powell. That's not his job at this meeting. Uh, put, you know, calm the horses. He will talk (laughs) about the economic environment. He will talk about what's to be expected. And potentially, if we're lucky, he'll tell us more detail on what they need to see before they tell us the taper timetable, right? Yeah, exactly. Like that, he he needs signposts. And talking to several people this week on this very subject, uh, it seems to be all but settled that they've met their inflation target. So what's separating the hawks from the doves is payrolls. And basically the hawks are saying we've done enough and the doves are saying we need some more. And I suspect uh, from the TD Securities interview is he would like to see some more because the risk of waiting a month or two is very, very small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, it would be worse to pull the trigger too early, correct? Absolutely. And that gets me thinking about an interview that I did with Chris Conway to start the day today. Yes, the most of it was reporting season, but we ended with a conversation about what could potentially the next catalyst be for the market. And he said, yeah, we debate this in every morning meeting. They're thinking at Marcus today, maybe it's confirmation of the U.S. infrastructure spending bill because, Annette, you'll know, uh, you know better than most with your economist pointy hat on as you tell me over and over that... You know, it might actually be that the U.S. Fed pulls back as right fiscal at policy the time comes in. Fiscal policy comes in. Well, that was almost why bond yields blew up over February, March, because there was an idea that the Fed was flat out 
as mm-hmm. a two trillion dollar infrastructure bill was going to hit the economy. So it was like this going to be this double whammy of stimulus. And and now of course the data didn't go the right way for the Fed. So it looks like yeah they might be tapering just as uh, fiscal policy picks up, and that would be a much better managed yeah. economy because we all know infrastructure is coast to coast. Everyone will get a job. Everyone will benefit from different uh, types of projects, be it energy, roads, bridges, you know, take your pick. So I think that's a much better way of managing the economy is make it grow through building. Well, I can't disagree. We can't preempt what's happening at Jackson Hole. We also can't preempt what happens at the jobs report next week. That's what we'll be really focused on this time next week. And we've got a bit of analysis with um, TD Securities, your buddy in the newsletter today. Priya Mishra? Priya Mishra. Yeah. All right. So there is uh, the Fed mandate laid out for you. We've also got an interview in there about validating the trends. So Cara on the trade spoke with Jason McIntosh. We know that people really love this sort of momentum trading, motion trading. They love the charts. And so we have responded and you can access that interview via the show notes. And then I get back to reporting season, my, (laughs) my comfort ground. And I spoke with Adam Dawes about reporting season. Crunchy, crunchy or, smooth. or smooth? What what side are you on? I'm the crunchy. Are you? Yeah. I'm smooth. Still, oh. I can't be swayed. Okay. And I did say publicly, and I'll back it up that when I go to buy a block of cheese, I do prefer a big cheese. They reported today. Adam does details it, and also West Farmers as well. Um, you know, we have seen a lot of really strong reports coming through. Sometimes, especially in the past couple of weeks, the market reaction has been very. Well, you could say muted to negative, and that was the case in West Farmers today, down by 3% because really, if the market is a forward-looking machine, it proved itself as that today with West Farmers. Yeah, it did, and uh, I don't blame them. Like Bunnings is huge, Kmart is huge, but at some stage, there's only so much stuff you need online, and next year will be about services and travel and all the things that we don't need from Bunnings and Kmart, so... The market's forward-looking. They think the best is over. They could be proven wrong, but at this exact point in time, West Farmers isn't a reopening trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's hard to argue that and cycling such huge comps through the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, West Farmers was the stock of the day today. So I sat down with June Lu from Tribeca Investment Partners and Carl Capulinga from Think Markets. Here's what they had to say about West Farmers. A great result, a solid result, and, and the sort of result we've, we've come to expect from West Farmers with this sort of conglomerate model where they've got uh, all these different pieces of the puzzle all working together to deliver them, um, you know, great numbers. And, you know, at the start of the pandemic back in 2020 from Bunnings, we're not seeing this huge um, switch to uh, work from home uh, that's helping Officeworks and Kmart to some extent because we've done all of those things already. So unfortunately, markets uh, look forward uh, for, for, for West Farmers and that's um, that's why the share price is pulling back. I think if you've got it, I think you should hold it. By my valuation, anyway, we've got a sort of a fair value target around that $63 mark. So I think you're starting to get some value back in it there and it would be a buy in, in that zone uh, for a longer term portfolio holder. There's no denial that West Farmer has the best retailer. You know, Budding is probably one of the best retailer around the world. It's done incredibly well. But don't forget, it is mature. And its earnings in the next couple of years are going to fall simply because they were the big beneficiary of the government uh, stimulus towards consumer, towards, uh, um, you know, the home builders. So there was a lot of uh, construction, home construction activity that boosted the Bunnings earnings now. Um, you know, so these earnings are going to fall and you're paying a 
big multiple um, on what is a peak earnings. That, that's a sell for me and put into the company like Ramsey. So that is the verdict from June Bay and Carl Kaplinga. And look, it's not going in the portfolio. If you haven't watched the episode of the call, you can do so. We'll get it online. Well, it's online now. But we were both commenting on the beautiful setups that all of our guests have managed through this pandemic. Look, for those of you listening and watching at home, we know that, you know, the audio isn't always perfect. We know that the setups aren't always perfect. But look, everybody has had to adjust through this lockdown. And, you know, we really thank our guests for coming on board and still saying yes and um, giving you, you know, the best information that they can give you from all of our various homes and states and and everything else. And countries. And countries, often. Yeah. So, and I think maybe that's a good time to say thank you to all of the CEOs who've joined us throughout this reporting season, our analysts. What did we hit? 108? 108. It's the unofficial count. I think I'm going to confirm that out. But you know, it's been a really, really great couple of weeks, few weeks, I should say. And obviously, there's still more to come. I mean, Fortescue is still out next week. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a number of big names still out next week. Harvey so Norman. Harvey Norman, yeah. Mm. And that will be... That's always an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. And the commentary around it coming from the man himself <laughs> is always interesting as well. And I do believe that we've got an interview lined up with Jerry Harvey as well. Uh, look, so thank you all for watching during the week or listening, however you choose to consume our content. And that our subscriber push is still on. Oh, if so you the, the nominate. Contest, yeah, yeah, the contest is still open for another week. So there's 10 grand in prizes available. Um, you know, you just have to go to the Ausbiz newsletter. I'm always saying, you know, subscribe to the newsletter as well because there's tidbits in it. Like Cara's written a view today, for example. Annette often writes a view. And um, via that, you can actually just refer us easily to your friends and then your names. You're in the draw. Your names. You yeah. and your friends are mm. all in the draw. I think the big one is $5,000 yeah, with self-wealth. Yeah, so it's, it's really good. And basically, you know, obviously we want to grow our audience, but share the love. <laughs> and we'll share the love with you and over and out for this week and the weekend. And have a good one. Over and out. Enjoy a hopefully sunny weekend. <laughs>